1984, pastors Jean and Sue started Faith Christian Center in a hotel ballroom. But for the past 36 years, they have taught people how to practically apply the Bible to their everyday lives. Over the years, God has blessed us and the church has grown. Faith Christian Center is now located on a beautiful 73-acre campus in the heart of the Dallas-Fort Worth Metroplex. We believe the best is yet to come. Today's message will encourage you, inspire you, and teach you how to experience God's best in every area of your life. This is my Bible. It is the Word of God and the will of God for my life. I am who the Word says I am. I am the righteousness of God in Christ. I'm where the Word says I am. I'm seated right now in the heavenly realms, in the place of authority, dominion, and power. I have what the Word says I have. All the blessings of Abraham are mine. And I can do what the Word says I can do. I can do all things through Christ who gives me the strength. Today my mind is alert. My spirit is receptive as I am taught the Word of God. My life is changed for the better. And I will never be the same again. Amen. You may be seated. On Sunday mornings, we've been doing a series entitled, Four Things We Must Confess. And we've learned that to live a victorious Christian life, we have to know and confess who we are in Christ, where we are in Christ, what we possess in Christ, and what we can do in Christ. As my father mentioned at 9 a.m., we rehearse a lot of that in our confession before every message. Our Heavenly Father, He loves us. And he is for us. He is for you. Our Heavenly Father wants you to have good success. One of our launching scriptures in this series has been Proverbs 18 and verse 21, which says, death and life are in the power of the tongue, and they that love it shall eat the fruit thereof. And sadly, many people, even many believers, they don't speak life to their lives and circumstances. They speak death. They don't speak life to their children and life over their children, they speak death and negativity. You have to say what you want. You have to say what you desire. Not what you fear, not what you dread, not what you are worried about. Death and life are in the power of the tongue. So you can change your life by changing what you're saying, changing what you're confessing, and changing your actions. My father has often said that we have to get all the forces of our life lined up and moving in the same direction. What we believe, what we're saying, and the action we're taking. In this series, we're dealing with the fourth thing we must confess, and that is what we can do in Christ. The fourth thing we must confess, and it's what we can do in Christ. And this has to do with our empowerment by God and the divine supernatural ability that we have in Christ. You may not believe it. You may not have been taught it. Someone may have never told you, but you can do greater things in God than you ever thought were possible. The Bible tells us about our ability, and the Bible is filled with page after page of accounts of men and women empowered by God to do the impossible. So it doesn't matter what has been said to you. You can do greater, and you can do greater than you have thought is possible. The Bible tells us, Jesus said, with God, 
all things are possible. Too many believers have been taught wrongly what they can't have, what they can't do, who they can't be, and what's impossible. But that is not the language of God. Can't is not the language of the Bible. Can't is not the language of faith. The Bible is a book of can-do language. The language of God is can-do language. The language of faith is can-do language. And so whether you feel like it or not, whether you believe it or not, you can do what God says you can do. Say, I can do what God says I can do. I can do greater with the help of God at work in me. But see, we'll never do more than we confess. So it's not just the beginning, of course, is believing in God and believing in his word, but you also have to believe in who you are in Christ Jesus. The God of the universe, if you're born again, he is in you, and he is at work through you, and he is at work in your life. So you have to lift up your eyes. You got to believe greater and confess greater in your own life. Our confession sets the power of God into motion. And we turn our faith loose by saying, by speaking what we believe. You got to say what is going to happen. Not what you fear. Not what you dread. Not what you're anxious about. Not what you are worried about. You got to say what you want. Proverbs 6 and verse 2 says, Thou art snared, which means to be trapped with the words of thy mouth. Thou art taken with the words of thy mouth. Whose mouth? Thy mouth. Your mouth. So words limit people. And wrong, negative words limit people. But on the other hand, you can turn that around and you can speak life to your life and life to your circumstances. And you can rise higher and you can do more and achieve more by changing your words. The fourth thing we must confess is what we can do in Christ. And what can we do in Christ? Well, first, we're enabled to do all things through Christ. Philippians 4.13 says, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And the Apostle Paul, he, he wrote these words while he was in prison, in chains for preaching the gospel. And while he was in prison, in chains for preaching the gospel, he wrote, he said, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. So we've got to get the can't out of our language and out of our vocabulary. Got to get the crying and the whining and the grumbling and the complaining out of our lives and say, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Jesus said in Mark 9 and verse 23, all things, which means all things, all things are possible to him who believes. Say this, say all things are possible in my life if I will believe God and if I will believe his word. Say this, say, I am enabled to do all things through Christ. See, that's, that's why the language of God and the language of the Bible and the language of faith is can-do language. It builds people up. It doesn't tear people down. Second, we've learned that we are victorious through Christ. Say, I am victorious through Christ. First Corinthians 15 and verse 57 says, but thanks be to God. He gives us the victory. And this is something that we have to renew our minds to, that in Christ, whatever the circumstances, 
Whatever is going on by faith, we have the victory. But thanks be to God, he gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. 2 Corinthians chapter 2 and verse 14 says, But thanks be to God who always, say, say always. always. But if you listen to Christian people talk as you're out and about, a lot of times you hear negativity. If you heard me speak before, sometimes I'll refer to Christian radio. And sometimes in Jessica's car, she'll have Christian radio on, listening to Christian worship. But when they come on between songs, they can be so negative in what they, what they say. But what does the Bible say? But thanks be to God who always leads us in triumphal procession in Christ. And through us spreads everywhere the fragrance of the knowledge of him. So we ought to have a list of testimonies. We ought to have a list of good reports. We ought to have a list of miracles and things that we can share with others and say, this is what God is doing in my life. This is what God is doing in my family. This is what God is doing in my, my work and my every endeavor. This is what God is doing in my life and through my life. But thanks be to God who always, say it again, say always. always. He always leads us in triumphal procession. And he gives us the victory. In the, the church, there are some church members who have sought religious exemptions where they work. And so we've been assisting them and helping them work through it. There was a lady in the church and she, she submitted her paperwork and it was denied. And she asked me what to do and I said, well, the Bible says we have not because we ask not. I said, ask for a reconsideration. She did and it was denied a second time and then they put denial final. Denial final. Well, later she got an email. All the workers did from the CEO of their company that she works for. And she, she asked me about it. I said, why don't you send a nice email and ask for a reconsideration? And the same week, a lady from where she works had visited, said she'd been coming to church. She asked if I'd help her. I said, sure. And so I, I gave her the letter that we provided. And Friday morning, I got an email from her saying that she had received a religious exemption. Praise the Lord. But I knew it was from the same place where this other lady in the church had been denied twice. I was at home outside doing a few chores, and I, I said, Father, I thank you for a miracle, and I thank you for a miracle on this lady's behalf. And later in the day, we got a positive testimony that she had received her approval, that she was good to go. Amen. Amen. Thanks be to God, he gives us the victory. Thanks be to God, he always leads us in triumphal procession. How blessed are we? Young lady in the church, She's going to school in California. It's California. So when her parents asked me about the paperwork, I said, well, let's do it and believe God. I thought it's California. We're going to know if it's the Lord and if it's a miracle. And sure enough, that young lady got her miracle. And I thought, well, that's the Lord. The parents said, thank you. I, I told them, that's the Lord. That's God. Because it's California. Amen. Say, I am victorious through Christ. Whatever it is, whatever the circumstance, whatever the situation, it could be in your physical body, it could be in your finances, it could be in your desire to have a child, it could be in raising a child or children that God has blessed you with. He gives us the victory. He leads us in triumphal procession. Third, we learn, we've been learning last Sunday and today 
that we are overcomers through Christ. Say, I am an overcomer through Christ. Say, I have the victory. Say, I'm a winner. Say, I'm not a loser. Say, I'm a winner. Say, I am overcoming in all things, in all circumstances. That, that's who you are in Christ Jesus. And someone may have told you different, but they were wrong. Someone may have told you different. And not only were they wrong, they're not God. And if God says, I can, I can. If God says, you can, you can. And if God says, you're an overcomer, what is any man or woman to challenge that? Matthew 16 and verse 18, the Lord told Peter, he said, I tell you that you are Peter. He literally said, you're the little rock. You're the little pebble. And on this rock, meaning himself, I will build my church and the gates of Hades, the gates of hell, will not overcome it. So it doesn't matter what's going on in the world. It doesn't matter what's in the news today or in the news tomorrow. Jesus was clear. He'll build his church and the gates of hell will not prevail against it. Say, I'm an overcomer. Say, I am overcoming. We learned a few Sunday mornings ago that nothing will separate us from the love of God. So we will not be overcome by hell or by the forces of darkness. And if we will not be overcome or defeated, then that means we will overcome. We will have the victory. It's just a matter of time. So you got to stay positive. You got to keep saying what the Word of God says. Don't get negative. Don't get bitter. Don't get on social media and say, well, I didn't get the victory in this situation, so I'm going to just trash them or trash the company or trash the situation on social media in an attempt to shame them into doing what's right. See, we got to discipline ourselves to look to God as our source. Amen. And that it's a matter of do we really believe his word? Is he fighting our battles on our behalf? Well, if he's fighting the battle, I've got to put it in his hands and let him work and let him work good on my behalf. Say, I have the victory. Say, I'm an overcomer. Our faith, it is the faith that overcomes. The Lord told Jeremiah in Jeremiah 1 verse 19, they will fight against you, but will not overcome you. For I am with you and will rescue you. Say, say the Lord is with me. Say, the Lord is for me. That's what Jesus told us. He said, I will never leave you. I will never forsake you. So we have to remind ourselves of that. Our faith is the faith that overcomes. That's what the Bible says in 1 John 5 and verse 4. Everyone born of God overcomes the world. So if you've accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, you're born of God. You're a believer in the Lord Jesus Christ. And the Bible says, 1 John 5 and verse 4, everyone born of God overcomes the world. That's every believer. That's every man, every woman, every boy, every girl, anyone that has accepted Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior. They're an overcomer. And maybe someone told them different. Maybe a preacher told them different. But the Bible says they are an overcomer, and they overcome the world. Say, I'm an overcomer through Christ. Say, I'm overcoming. Say, I'm winning. Say, I'm prevailing. Say, I have the victory. He always, see, he always leads us in triumphal procession. 
And that's why as people talk to me out in the atrium, they, they say, this is going on and that's going on. I remind them, if a door closes, God's going to open another door. And if that doesn't work out, God's got something bigger and better for you, making more money with better benefits and better pay. And you might say, Austin, that, 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 that seems hard to believe and hard to say. That's why we have to renew our minds to the word of God. With God, all things are possible. And as Jesus said, Mark 9, 23, everything is possible for him, for the man or woman who believes God. So you got to believe, and you got to say it, and take action accordingly. Jesus said in Luke 10 and verse 19, I have given you authority to trample on snakes and scorpions and to overcome all the power of the enemy. So it doesn't matter what Satan's doing. We have power to overcome. We have authority to overcome all the power of the enemy. Nothing will harm you. Say, say nothing will harm me. Well, we have to live like it. We have to talk like it. And Jessica wanted to try somewhere new last night for dinner. And then I realized, I'm like my father. I want to eat at the same place and the same places again and again and again. For a reason. New place, it was just okay. And I'm being, I'm being nice. Amen? But it doesn't matter if you end up at lunch at a place that's just okay and what's going on is suspect. We serve the God who blesses our bread and water. And he takes sickness and disease away from our midst. Amen? Amen. So nothing will harm us. Nothing will harm us. Because we, you're his child. We are his children. And his angels stand watch over us. Amen? Amen. Say, say, nothing, nothing will harm me. A few months ago, with all this going on, a young guy was out there in the atrium, walked by to shake my hand and you know, before he did, I could tell he was, he was about to have a big sneeze. And I held up my hand, and he, he sneezed, sneezed on my hand. And I, I just smiled and said, it, it is okay. I have children, and it does not bother me at all. Say, say nothing will harm me. But see, we, we've got to live like it as the children of God. We've got to act like it. We've got to talk like it. Our witness cannot be the witness of the world. John 16 and verse 33 I have told you these things so that in me you may have peace. If you say, Austin, I, I don't have peace, you got to turn the wrong things off. You know, there was a time I'd listen to talk radio, and this was before all this. It'd be so negative, so discouraging, think the world's going to end tomorrow. You've got to turn all that negativity off. And I do believe it's good to be informed about what's going on, but if it's robbing you of your peace, you're too informed. If it's robbing you of your peace, you got to set some limits on it. We're to have peace. We're to have peace when we go to sleep at night so that in me you may have peace. In this world you will have trouble. So Jesus didn't say that there would never be problems. There would never be challenges. There would never be difficulties. No, he told his disciples that they would face persecution because of Christ. And he said, in this world, you will have trouble. But praise God, he didn't stop there. He said, take heart, I have overcome the world. So yes, in this world, there is trouble. But Jesus overcame, and in Christ, we overcome. In this world, there is trouble. In this world, there are challenges, and there are difficulties to be overcome. But he overcame, and in Christ, we overcome through him. Take heart. I have overcome the world. Romans 12 and verse 21, do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. 
As I said, you've got, to, you've got to put the battle. We do our part in the natural. We do what we can do. We don't just believe God and sit at home waiting for a miracle. We do our part. We take action. We do what we can do in the natural, but then you've got to put it in the hands of God. And you've got to let the Lord fight the battle on your behalf. And part of winning the victory is not paying back evil for evil. As believers and church members and families have faced threats at work, I, I, I've, I've said, do not fear the threats. Fear for those making the threats because we know the God that we serve. He defends us ferociously. He fights the battles. He takes vengeance on our behalf. So part of winning the victory, part of walking in the victory, Part of overcoming is not by you not taking the battle into your own hands. And you don't get the victory by paying back evil with evil. You overcome evil with good. So in the midst of it all, we are salt and we are light. In the midst of it all, we let our light shine. In the midst of it all, we have the peace of God. In the midst of it all, we walk by faith. No matter what the wicked are doing, no matter what the wicked are saying. 1 John 2 and verse 13, I write to you fathers, because you have known him who is from the beginning. I write to you young men, because you have overcome the evil one. I write to you dear children, because you have known the father. I write to you fathers, because you have known him who is from the beginning. I write to you young men, because you are strong, and the word of God lives in you, and you have, which is past tense, completed action. You have overcome the evil one. Say, I am strong. I am strong. Say, I have, overcome. I have overcome. Say, I'm an overcomer, I'm an overcomer. through Christ Jesus. So we're not weak. We're not defeated. We're not struggling or trying to get by. No, in Christ, we're strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. And our heavenly father, he sees us as overcomers. And he says we have the victory. So we got to act like it. We got to talk like it. We have to walk like it. 1 John 2 and verse 14 says you have, which is past tense, completed action. You have overcome the evil one. So there is something terribly wrong with the mentality that some Christians have, that they're weak, that they're defeated, that they're struggling with the same things and the same sins year after year never making any progress. God has called us to higher than that. God has called us to greater than that. So Sunday, lunch after church, was with our family at a burger place, and we finished eating, took Samuel to the men's room, washed his hands, and as we were coming back, there was a young married couple, and obviously a young minister sitting with them, and the language and the way he spoke was so defeatist, and defeated. And the basic gist of what he said was, well, we all sin every day. Your sins are just different than my sins, and we're all defeated. We're all messed up. And I, I was so grieved by what he said, so defeatist, so weak. In Christ, we have the victory. And the God I know is the God that can help us overcome anything and any problem and any difficulty 
and any sin and any addiction. Just in the past week or two, we received a wonderful testimony from a man that watched one of Tiff Shuttlesworth's messages on our YouTube channel, has spent his entire life, decades and decades and decades, as a drug addict and as an alcohol addict. Watching somewhere off of YouTube, watched the message, prayed the prayer at the end, and he said, God has set him free from everything. And he is free in Jesus. And that's what Jesus said, whom the Son sets free is free indeed. So we're not defeated. We're not struggling. We're not dealing with the same things year after year after year. No, in Christ Jesus, we have the victory. And we're overcoming. We have the victory. Say, in Christ, Christ. I'm an overcomer. Now, if we say that we're not overcomers, then we're contradicting what the Word of God says, and we're calling Father God a liar. If I say I'm struggling, or I'm defeated, or I'm being overcome, then I'm contradicting my Father's Word, and I'm calling Him a liar. But the Bible says that God cannot lie. So if God, if Father God says, I have overcome, then I can, and I have. If Father God says, I have overcome the evil one, then I can, and I have. Now, if I'm not experiencing that in my life and circumstances, that's my responsibility, not God's. God doesn't have to change. Austin has to change. Our Heavenly Father has made the provision for victory. I just have to walk in it. So see yourself as an overcomer. Say with your mouth, you're overcoming. Do you see the consistency of the Bible? This is what God told Joshua, Joshua 1, beginning in verse 6. Be strong and courageous because you will lead these people to inherit the land I swore to their forefathers to give them. Be strong and very courageous. Be careful to obey all the law my servant Moses gave you. Do not turn from it to the right or to the left, that you may be successful wherever you go. Do not let this book or the law depart from your mouth. Meditate on it day and night, that you may be careful to do everything written in it. Then you will be prosperous and successful. Have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. So what do we do? Austin, what do we do? Be strong and courageous. We, we are not those that are weak. We are not those that are defeated. We have the victory in Christ Jesus. He leads us in triumphal procession. We are overcomers. Be strong and courageous. Do not be terrified. Do not be discouraged. For the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. So he's with you here right now that Jesus said, where two or more are gathered together in my name, there I am with them. He's with you when you're at home. He's with you on your way to work. He's with you at work. He is with you. He is for you. So you can do all things through Christ who gives you the strength. He's with you. He is for you. So you have the victory. He's with you. He's for you. So you are an overcomer. Say, I am an overcomer through Christ. 1 John 4 and verse 4, you dear children are from God and have, past tense, you have overcome them because the one who is in you is greater than the one who is in the world. 1 John 5, beginning in verse 3, this is love for God to obey his commands and his commands are not burdensome. So praise God, every command he gives us is for our good and for our benefit. His commands are not burdensome for everyone. Say everyone. So say that includes me. Even the little boys and girls and children's church that have prayed the prayer, they've accepted 
Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior, that includes them. Everyone. 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 And you may not feel like that's true in your life. You may not feel like that includes you, but it does. Everyone. Say, say it again. Say everyone. Everyone born of God overcomes the world. This is the victory that has overcome the world, even our faith. So overcoming is what it is all about. It's not about survival. It's about overcoming. It's not about struggling with the same thing year after year after year. It is about overcoming. It is about having a list of praise reports, testimonies, where we can say, look what the Lord has done. Look what he is doing on my behalf. Say, I am overcoming. I am overcoming. And you might be thinking about something even as I say that. Someone, something, a challenging problem or situation or difficulty, whatever it is. Just say, you're overcoming. Just say, you have the victory. Just say that our Heavenly Father, He is leading you in triumphal procession through Christ Jesus. Say, I have the victory. I have say, I am overcoming. I am overcoming. And say, tomorrow morning, tomorrow morning. I'm going to be overcoming. And this week, I'm going to overcome. I'm going to and I'm going to have the victory. And I'm going to make progress. And I'm going to have some victories. And I'm going to have some testimonies. And I'm going to have some good reports. Say it again. Say, I'm an overcomer. Because Jesus is on the inside of me. At work in me and at work through my life. Thank you for listening to this life-changing message. To partner with us and to help us reach more people with the good news of the gospel, visit our website at faithchristiancenter.com. Your financial support is enabling us to reach more people than ever before. If you have never accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, pray this simple prayer. Lord Jesus, I repent of my sins. Come into my heart. I make you my Lord and Savior. If you prayed that simple prayer, you are born again and today is a new beginning. We would like to send you a copy of Dr. Jean Lingerfeld's book, God's Very Own Child. To receive your free copy, call the church office at 817-561-3400 or send an email to info at faithchristiancenter.com. Remember to put God first in every area of your life because he loves you and has a wonderful plan for you. And don't forget, we walk by faith, not by sight.